Welcome to the Overwhelm is Optional podcast, where each week we find ways to gently rebel against the nonsense that overwhelm and exhaustion are just the price you pay to have the life you want. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Overwhelms Optional Podcast. Before we get started, I'd like to extend you an invitation to join me for a free workshop next Monday, Monday the 6th of March 2023 at 4pm UK time, which is, I believe, 8am PST and 11am EST. And I'm really, really sorry that that means that our listeners in New Zealand and Australia will be fast asleep, but there'll be a replay. You'll be able to catch the replay and watch it in your own time. So do sign up. Just go to heidimark.co.uk forward slash freedom from overwhelm to register. It's going to be an interactive workshop as in, not as in you have to talk. I'm not a big fan of using the chat because I find it myself a little bit overwhelming when the chat keeps popping up and there's chat going on and there's this going on. It's too much. I like to keep things really simple. So if you're not somebody who wants to turn up, have your video on and get interactive in that way, that's not what I mean by interactive. What I mean is I'm going to take you through an interactive process. I'm not going to talk at you. I'm going to invite you to join in in your own way privately if you want to. Um, then post off in the chat. That's entirely up to you. But that's what I mean by interactive. I mean that it involves you, that you have a stake in it, that it's that you're part of it, that I'm not lecturing you in any way. That's my intention. So if you'd like to come, please do sign up at HeidiMark with an e.co.uk forward slash freedom from overwhelm. It's for you if you're done with the overwhelm, you're done with that feeling of spinning plates on spinning plates, you're finding yourself like your skin's getting too thin and you're grumpy with your dog and snappy with your partner and it's really hard to unwind and switch off. And basically you just like to get freedom from overwhelm, hence the title, freedom from overwhelm, so that you can think straight, stop feeling like you're just, yeah, that's spinning plates on spinning plates. I love that. That comes from a very special client. Thank you. You know who you are. Freedom from Overwhelm, free workshop, Monday the 6th of March. Register now. Look forward to either seeing you on the Zoom, not seeing you on the Zoom, or knowing that you're watching it on replay because this is really important stuff. Gaining freedom from overwhelm matters because how you are in the world matters. The ripple effect that happens when you decide to make overwhelm optional for you is huge and it grows. That's what I love about this work. The ripple effect grows and grows and grows. So it's really worthwhile coming along. I really look forward to seeing you there or not seeing you there, whichever way you want to play, whatever works for you. And before we get started with this week's topic, which is discussing a big realisation I've had about overwhelm and the term overwhelm is optional over the last month that's really been growing within within me that I really want to share with you. I know you're going to love it. I know it's going to make you feel really good. Um, before I do that, I just want to do an update. So last week's episode, if you called it, was about being overwhelmed with opportunities because I've had a whirlwind start to the year with lots of super exciting stuff happen. And that means that the stuff that I said at the beginning of the year on this podcast hasn't yet come true. So if you're sitting there wondering why 
where's her membership? She said she was going to build a community, a paid community, a low cost community that I could join. And you were really up for that and you're still waiting for it. I'm so sorry. There's been so much else going on. And it's not that um, I have got too overwhelmed to create it. That's really important to state, actually. That's not what's happened. What's actually happened is I've stepped back, really focused on what's in my heart to create and share. And what's coming up for me at the moment is not at the moment. So it's still there. And sometimes I imagine it and I imagine hosting the monthly workshop and, and getting to know you and chatting to you. And then I just know that that's not what I'm supposed to be focused on at the moment, which is really curious and interesting to me. So I'm just curious about it. Um, so watch out for that, but not yet. So if you were one of the people who was listening then and you're confused, that's your answer. And what I love about this way of being in the world and working is that I can stay in integrity. So my intention is still to do what I say, but not to my own detriment. So that means I don't mean it would be bad for me to do the membership right now. What I mean is it doesn't feel right. It doesn't. That's not what's in my heart to do yet. So that's out of alignment with what's working for me at the moment. And that's why. But that still enables me to be in integrity, because when I said it, that's what I thought was coming next. I work in a very heart centered way. And that's just being true to myself at the moment without letting anyone else down. So I'm still providing lots of free content to lift you and inspire you and teach you how to make overwhelm optional for yourself. There's still my book. There's still my low cost courses from overwhelm to ease, which I ran a special offer on a huge discount last week, last month. I have lots to offer you already. The next stage will be this beautiful community at a low cost for people who want to just dip their toe in a little bit further, but it's not happening yet. And another thing that I feel I need to mention is that I said that this podcast, I felt this podcast was changing to talk more and more about the gentle rebellion, i.e. what happens later on down the road. So when we decide to gently rebel against the idea that overwhelm is just the way things are, that we have no choice, that the choice is either between having a full life and being overwhelmed and close to exhaustion a lot of the time, or downsizing our dreams. Instead, we say, no, we're gently rebelling against that rubbish, we're making our own story, and that means we can have both. We can have both a full life without overwhelm. In fact, that's how we get the full life, right? Because who wants to be exhausted and overwhelmed in their full life? That's not full. That's just a full schedule. That's rubbish. There's a difference, isn't there, between living fully and a full schedule and finding what's right for you and how you can do that at each stage of your life. Those skills are, I would argue, essential. I would also argue that they're worth committing to, that they literally change your life. And that's my mission, is to provide you with those tiny, huge, life-changing tools so that you can live your life your way. So you can have all of it. You can have the full life without compromising your health and your sanity. Really important, obviously. So that's the gentle rebellion is when we choose to do that. And I I felt like I was being pulled more to talk about that. But I'm really interested in the fact that I keep feeling pulled back to 
reiterating the statement that overwhelm is optional, overwhelm is inevitable, overwhelm, overwhelm, overwhelm. I thought it was going to talk less about overwhelm and I actually find myself talking more about it. That's, again, I'm just being curious and noticing what's coming to me, listening to both my current clients, previous clients who I are still in, in a group um, where I am coaching them because if you join Get Your Life Back, you get lifetime access to that coaching, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, so that's what's going on. And now as I actually discuss those changes, I realise that they're not complete changes at all. But what I like about this way of being in the world is that we can live with integrity and freedom. So it's getting rid of that heaviness. I said I'd do it, therefore I ought to, have to, must. And instead being able for me to say, actually, that doesn't feel right right now. And it's not just because I've been super busy with all these other amazing opportunities like being on the radio for example it's not just because of that because i would if it if i felt that it was really really right right now to create that community i'd have done it anyway i'd have found a way to do it without overwhelm or exhaustion because that's what i do that's the whole point is using the skills that i have that i teach in order to make the things happen that i want to happen and but it can be really hard, can't it, to let go of something or park it because that can often feel like a failure. It's not a failure. It's just about rearranging things and listening to what's right. And that's where I am with my work at the moment. And what I'm now doing is creating something that I wanted to create about six months ago, but then didn't end up feeling right then, which is curious. So that's come back and that's um, a free workshop because I really enjoy doing them. So hopefully that makes sense to you if you've been hanging around with me for a while. If not, apologies if that made no sense at all. But I hope that me demonstrating to you how I manage all of my projects and the things I get excited about, things that matter to me with integrity and also with love and kindness towards myself. I hope that that helps and inspires you to be able to do the same. There's something there for me in that zen thing about structure versus freedom we have the structure because that can give us freedom but there comes a time when we need to be able to break the structure to have that freedom and it's a real dance between the two because structure and freedom feel like they're opposites but actually they're completely entwined and it's really interesting for me watching myself navigate growing a business having a thriving life with those two things that can feel opposing, but actually really interestingly linked. And that comes up for me again and again in how I organise my life. So, for example, I use G a method. I use GTT, but I use a gently rebellious version, my version of GTD, getting things done. The Dave Allen, David Allen productivity system about which is fundamentally about freeing your mind from overwhelm so you can see how it fits in brilliantly so I use that in my life and that creates a structure which creates freedom so that's another example and I'm going to be talking about that I did a couple of episodes last year and I'd really like to, to talk a bit more about that because I know there's a real need about how can we get stuff done and be organized without this rigidity and this overload within that structure how can we make it easy how can we make it freeing freedom is so important to me 
but so is integrity. So how can we have freedom and integrity? Anyway, I'm going completely off topic in terms of this week, but these are all essential parts of the gentle rebellion, of your your gentle rebellion against the current normal way of doing things, where everybody's just overwhelmed all the time, which is rubbish. Rubbish and soul-destroying, and just not a good place to be. So let's just think about this. Overwhelm is optional. What have I learned? What have I learned? What am I going to share with you today? This is it. Now, this might be completely obvious to you, but this has really been coming to me over and over again over the last few weeks. Overwhelm is optional. Overwhelm is inevitable. To make it optional for you as a choice takes new skills. I can teach you those new skills. I tend to teach them every week. Um, I'm going to teach them big time in the upcoming free workshop, Find Freedom, Freedom from Overwhelm. So if overwhelm is optional, what I've realised I was doing was judging myself if I ever felt in the least bit overwhelmed. I was thinking, well, this is no good, Heidi. You should never be overwhelmed because you're teaching it. You should be modelling not being overwhelmed in any way. Very harsh, very judgmental. So if I neutrally notice that, what I actually realise is I'm shitting myself, I'm bashing myself, so that's no good, so I can neutrally notice that as well. Well, of course I'm going to, because it matters to me very, very much that I'm walking my talk. I have to be in integrity. And then this is really harsh, isn't it? So although I'm rarely overwhelmed, and a couple of times on the podcast, I think possibly once a year, I've mention an episode of overwhelm and how I dealt with it because that's really I believe that's really helpful telling my story but then I suddenly realized recently that overwhelm is optional which just sounds really silly overwhelm is optional 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 not extinguishable so overwhelm is optional and inevitable but not extinguishable and this brought me back to when we interviewed Dizan, the Zen master that taught me so much. You can find the episode from a couple of years ago. He talks at the end about the dance of life and how when you meditate, there's various forms of meditation where you, you're aiming to be still, where you're aiming to find peace, where you're aiming for something, you're, aim, you're aiming to change your state. And often you're aiming to quieten the mind. And what Dizan says right at the end of that episode is, why would you want to? that there's no need to, that everything's okay, which is where neutral noticing comes out of the work that I've done and, and the Zen practice and, and teaching that I've received and, and had. Um, the dance of life, there's going to be overwhelm because overwhelm's inevitable, but then we can choose using these skills to make it optional, but we're not trying to extinguish it. We're not trying to get rid of it. We're not trying to judge ourselves against how much overwhelm we have, as in how well we're doing. No, how well we're doing is how much we notice it and decide to do something about it. It's our commitment to ourselves that matters. It's our commitment to making overwhelm optional for us because we realise the damage it does us, the exhaustion it costs us, the moods, the happiness, the sleep, the ineffectiveness because we're procrastinating or, you know, treating our 
to-do list like a whack-a-mole game or feeling when we get into any feeling in the body any feeling in the heart any feeling in the mind that you associate with your episodes of severe overwhelm and then your episodes of normal levels of overwhelm anything that to you represents overwhelm and you get to find out what those those are through the introspection of messy journaling and through using neutral noticing the one minute mark that teaches you to notice this is how I'm feeling today this is how I am without trying to change anything that that self-awareness consistently practice practiced results in the self-knowledge that you need in order to make things work better for you because that's how you find out who you are how you thrive what you need at the moment when we when we focus on overwhelm we really notice because overwhelm is the first thing that happens so burnout stress burnout happen as a result over time of ignoring overwhelm and it's why it's, e- it's easy to ignore overwhelm because we think it's just how things are. So when I look back at my story and how I ended up burning out, which has taken me a long time to recover from, not just physically, but emotionally, because I just felt utterly ashamed. I didn't actually realise how much shame I felt until I've started to let more and more of it go. It's just incredibly sad to work really hard, to pass lots of exams, to sacrifice in order to create a better life for yourself and then end up losing it all in burnout. It's just a horrible, horrible, horrible thing to happen because we we know better. We're not stupid. We know when we're stressed and we know what to do about it. It's not that, it's the overwhelm. If I had known what I know now about overwhelm and what it does does to my brain and what it does to my body and how it hijacks every system inside of me, if I had known that, I would have known what to do. Instead, I tried so many other things like hacking my productivity, which just made me better at getting stuff done, which meant I took on more and got more stuff done. I just became an efficiency machine. And then I loved being given more, not always, but I did like the the being able to help others at work. And I became the go-to person to get things done because I was capable of making decisions fast because I knew what was going on because I had everything really organized. But it was costing me my life, quite literally. I was grumpy with the people who matter most to me. And the shame of that, and I don't just mean the shame as in how I feel. I mean, it's just a shame. It's a shame to go through life like that. It's, it's, it's completely the wrong way around, isn't it? What, if we ask each other, what, if you ask yourself, what do you really, really want? You would never wish that you would be grumpy with those you love the most. I mean, if you think about the people in your life who matter most to you, you want good relationships with them. So if you think about things like when you're single and how you really desire a partner and then you have the partner and you went that that partner can get the absolute brunt and worst behavior of your stress. That's crazy. That's not what you ever intended. But that's overwhelm because when we're stuck in overwhelm permanently, which is what happens quite normally in today's society because of how things are set up and because we are not 
paying attention to what we do know and have known for a very long time about the, how the human mind and the human nervous system works. We are doing the opposite to what we need. We are deliberately and inadvertently overwhelming each other's nervous system. So deliberately would be any manipulative marketing messages that are using the psychology known about the nervous system, about fear, the reptilian brain, scarcity, all of that stuff. That And that has been used very, very deliberately um, over the last two to three years of utter insanity to hijack people's nervous systems. We have all had our, our nervous systems completely overwhelmed by very doom-laden negativity. And it's not getting better at the moment. And knowing that, knowing what it does, allows you to say, enough, I want my life back. I want to feel good. I want to feel relaxed. I don't want to feel on constant high alert as if something terrible is going to happen if I don't achieve this next thing on my to-do list, which is what it tends to result in because we can't do anything or there's very little we can do about the huge problems in the world. So we get overloaded by guilt and shame about tiny decisions we're making. And yet it's so disempowering. And it, so because it's disempowering and because it's overloading the nervous system and the mind, it's unhelpful. All of it is just unhelpful and it's also unkind. So there's nothing much you can do or it's not there's nothing much you can do about the big problems in the world and about the fact that... Um, the media and uh, governments and advertising corporations, all sorts of, of people are using the knowledge of psychology to hijack your mind and your nervous system. There is, you know, there could be things you could do, but what's the easiest, best thing you can do? It starts with you. So making any decision and deciding to take any action is it's better taken. Decisions are made better. Action is better taken by getting out of overwhelm first. So it's, it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with us saying, I don't want to live with overwhelm because it's destroying my life. So that means getting clear. What is it doing to you? What does it feel like? How does it make you feel? How does it stop you interacting with the people you love in the way you really intend to? Does it make you snappy with those that you love the most? Does it make you impatient? Does it make you hard to hear them? Even though you love them more than... I don't know, more than anything in the world, whatever that is to you, even though you may have longed for a partner, for children, for friends, true friends, maybe you longed for them for years and now you have them and they're getting the brunt of your stress and overwhelm. It's overwhelm. It's not your fault. It's not that you're a difficult person who wants too much and is too demanding. It's easy to fall into that trap. No, there's nothing wrong with you. You are perfect and a work in progress. The work is to let go of the ideas, anything wrong with you and let yourself be yourself, love yourself. And then from that place, the commitment to saying, no, I'm taking back my mind. I, want, I need a clear mind to think straight, to make good decisions and to focus on the things that matter most to me. That's, that's, that's a basic nourishment, that's basic self-care to take back your mind from all this overwhelm, all of this fear and doom. So it matters. It matters that you do something about overwhelm because it's costing us. I'd also say it's costing the world because there's a lot of very reactionary stuff going on. And reactionary stuff driven by fear is unhelpful. 
measured responses when we come together and talk about things and work as a community with respect, with love, with kindness, that offers a future that is even more wonderful than actually the world actually is, but it's hidden underneath all the fear and doom messages. So overwhelm, be coming out, coming out of overwhelm matters because it changes how you are with everyone around you and also how you are with yourself. It becomes getting out of overwhelm changes how you experience the goodness around you. It allows you to notice it because if you think about it, how you're living now, unless you're in the middle of an unintended crisis, but how you're living now, the life you've worked so hard for was once a dream. And I, I bet you if you try and go back in time to when you imagined what this life would be like. So, for example, if you take a house that you love and you imagine, you know, how hard it was to find that house, to buy that house, how hard you worked for the mortgage, how difficult it was to find a house that you actually liked. Then there's the moving. I mean, moving house is a big deal, very stressful. So all the, the reason we do so much, the reason we put so much effort into finding a home that we love is because we imagine that when we're there, our life's going to be really good. We imagine how we're going to decorate the rooms. We imagine waking up in this new bedroom. We imagine the settee, the fireplace, the cooker, having friends around, the garden, going for walks. There's, you know, the shorter commute, whatever it is, we imagine. We have all these imaginings about the life of the, our future dreams. But that's now. The life you're living now is the life of your previous future dreams but if you're overwhelmed you're missing tons of it and i would i would argue that constantly you can have a better life now just by remembering that so the more even if you even if you didn't do anything else to create your future dreams which i'm not suggesting that at all because i believe that we are here to have more and more and more dreams come true because that's the human adventure that's what keeps us alive that was that's what makes us alive that creativity that excitement but at the same time that ability to be very rooted in the present and really appreciate everything that we've already created we can actually get more and more out of what we have now and in doing that we tend to find easier ways more enjoyable ways of attracting whatever it is we want next for lots of reasons not least of which when we get out of our future problem solving space out of our heads into our bodies and notice what we've already created then immediately we get out of overwhelm our nervous system tends to reset we feel happier we feel more at ease we feel joyful we feel gratitude we feel celebratory hey look what i created it's all around me and from that place future dreams are far easier to reach because we're celebrating but and this is so important and this is something i'm realizing more and more on the point of this week's episode overwhelm is not extinguishable you can't get rid of it forever you can certainly reduce it hugely reduce it and then you can notice different flavours of it, which is what last week's episode was about, the overwhelm of opportunities, which is actually could be argued as a much nicer one. I'm not sure the experience of it is necessarily any better, but it's kind of better, isn't it? It's better than the overwhelm of struggle to just hold your life together. But 
you can definitely have less overwhelm by practicing making overwhelm optional but you can't not have any overwhelm because it's inevitable unless you became maybe if you became i don't know a tibetan monk and stayed in a cave you know i don't know didn't work out too well in tibet either did it so the human condition the dance of life is this oh the mind gets super busy and excited and it's easily overwhelmed particularly by fear and doom in order to keep you safe safe but not necessarily happy if you want happiness you need to learn how to make overwhelm optional and that is a constant process and practice and commitment of noticing how you feel in any given moment and noticing that neutrally so that you drop the judgment so that you can just let go of the shoulds the heaviness of the must-dos the ought-tos the constantly bashing yourself as if you're not good enough and just be with yourself now making overwhelm optional for you is a game changer trying to judge yourself against making it permanently disappear is too harsh so these are this is one of the things that i feel like i knew which is often what an insight feels like isn't it it's like a remembering but it's something that i've been dwelling on more in the past few weeks and wanted to share that realization with you that actually it is about making overwhelm optional it's not about getting rid of it completely and that's okay in fact that's more than okay because that then provides even more freedom and things to celebrate because if you're making it optional if you're able to notice it get out of it pause and respond rather than react out of fear and overwhelm you're winning you don't need to get rid of it you don't need to take a kind of audit of your whole life and say oh look at me i'm so rubbish i've been practicing heidi's techniques but i'm still rubbish no drop that overwhelm is inevitable you're human overwhelm is optional you're human and you're learning the next level of human skills or we could argue the ancient skills that we keep all forgetting over the millennia overwhelm is not extinguishable and that's okay that's the dance of life i hope you have found this an inspiring episode thank you for your comments thank you for your subscribing pressing that subscription button thank you for sharing thank you for leaving a review thank you for being here i do hope you'll join me next monday 6th of march for my free find it's not called finding freedom i guess it could be because if they, my intention is to help you find freedom from overwhelm, it's to teach you these skills together in a workshop. I hope you'll be there. Go to heidimark.co.uk forward slash freedom from overwhelm. Look forward to seeing you. Have a great week. Thank you so much for being part of this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do take a little moment of your time to share it, like it etc to help other people find it and if you'd like to know more about my work please go to www.tidymark.co.uk